Hello, everyone. Thank you for coming back and listening to the podcast. And thank you for those of you just joining me for the first time for coming and listening. I'm Evelyn. And uh, in this podcast, I generally talk about different ways that we can better ourselves and better our lifestyles. I'm on this journey of exercises in life, mentally and physically, to try to lead a healthy lifestyle uh, emotionally and uh, get myself to the next platform financially and just be a better person in general. And I'm so glad that week after week I have some of the same people that come and listen And that week after week, I have some new people that join in and listen, which shows me that it is helping. It is affecting others the way that it's affecting me. And I really, really appreciate that. I can't tell you all enough how much that means to me. Uh, It is going to be Saturday morning when you're listening to this, or at least when it's published. And today I'm going to be just talking to you. Some of the best demographical episodes that I've had, uh, astonishingly, are my supernatural ones. Whenever I'm like questioning what is out there in the world and spirituality and things like that, which I'll probably touch upon in this episode too. But also some of my highest listened episodes are like, the ones with my fear with age series people love that which I think is really great because those are some of the biggest challenges that I run into like it is hard for me sometimes when I have a lot on my schedule and I'm I'm trying to divvy everything up or I come into a challenge at work and I'm discussing that on here or something like that but then I switch gears and when I'm talking about stuff that involves my imagination or involves my background or you know something like that it's a whole different type of adventure for me and it does include you know exercises on becoming better and and becoming more polished and things like that so uh, it's fun in all different kinds of ways and beings that I get to hear other people's stories too or other people share with me the way that things had affected them whenever they tried something that is suggested on this podcast. It's really an interesting perspective, and I appreciate that also. So today, uh, I am, I've am i been reading The Untethered Soul to you guys. I'm also reading The Alchemist, and it's been taking me a little bit just because I have work happening, and we had some trips happen, and there's been some chaos with dieting and and things like that we go really really hard right before summertime and uh, just trying to get our minds right and things like that so I've been walking every single day and trying to get as much exercise in as absolutely possible and I've been eating right and that's brought on a whole bunch of you know different feelings in my mind I uh, am craving bad food you know because I told you guys I went on a cruise a couple months ago and then uh well last month feels like it was forever ago um and then I went to St. Augustine and on the way to St. Augustine we stopped at this gas station called Bucky's B-U-C-E-E-S it's got a beaver as a mascot it's the biggest convenience store I've ever been in and I come from the land of like sheets and stuff so this was incredible 
but the it was also the land of temptation when you're addicted to food like I am and after driving for five hours that was exactly where I wanted to be and there was a whole wall dedicated to coffee which is my jam there was all different kinds of beef jerkies and things like that and I can't have seeds or nuts so when it comes to high protein low carb tricking the system type snacks I'm I'm all about the jerky as long as there's no seeds uh, and they had a million different kinds but this store was unlike any other store if you've never been to one it's worth the Google and uh, it had merchandise there was a car in the middle of it there were cooks there was people cutting meat right off the bone right in the middle of the store there were these things called beaver nuggets and my friends when they listen to this podcast are going to crack up because i bought a bag of these beaver nuggets they're like huge if you've ever had pop cereal it's like that and because i was on vacation i was not being good on the diet at all which is hence the reason why we've been so super duper strict uh plus my friend Edda's having revisional surgery. My friend that I talk about often on this podcast from California who had her sleeve surgery at the same time I did so. It's re-inspired me all over again to just take it down to the basics now. But then a few weeks ago before the hardcore dieting commenced, we were at this, this convenience store, this massive convenience store. It was like... Oh my gosh, I got these beaver nuggets. It's huge, almost like the pop cereal, but they're covered in like this caramelized heaven. Well, I was so thirsty. Like I was, I was eating them and I wasn't thinking and I was kind of like, you know, just exploring this whole store. I mean, it's worth a Google. It was crazy. If you've never been there before, it's just a sight. And I, I just, I had made a joke about, about being so thirsty because I had not paid any attention to anything else as I was mindlessly eating these beaver nuggets. They were so good. Uh, anyway, so today in this episode, I'm just going to reel myself back in because I will talk to you about that convenience store forever. It was really an interesting ordeal, but, um, I'm just going to be talking to you like I would be talking to anybody about what's going on. Some of the things I've seen lately, uh, some of the things that I'm excited about, some of the things that I'm, I've been doing or going to be doing. Uh, and because it's Saturday, I allow myself to go a little bit longer, but I'm not sure exactly, uh, how long this will be. I, uh, I'm researching a bunch of different things that are kind of sprawling off of what I'm learning in The Alchemist. Uh, just some different ways of thinking about things. And I'm also watching uh, the Soft White White Underbelly uh, YouTube program again. I had gotten away from it uh, a little bit. And I, if you're just tuning into the podcast for the first time, or if you've been listening for a long time, I haven't talked about it in a while, uh, but it's this YouTube show by this photographer and he's a professional interviewer at this point and his name is Mark Leita, L-A-I-T-A, and he interviews these people that are of all different walks of life and because he's a photographer it's very well done and it tells the story of their life and most of them are unfortunate in some way shape or form and he didn't intend to be interviewing them in this light 
at first. But the areas in which he started, he does different interviews of people that from the Appalachian Mountains and West Virginia. And uh, he does Skid Row, which I've talked about on this podcast before. I have a warm place in my heart for charity and fundraising. And so it was something that I was immediately attracted to. And um, I also have like a weird fascination with abandoned uh, abandoned homes too uh, on YouTube. But that's a whole other thing that I'll talk about later. Anyway, um, so I started watching this, this program uh, on YouTube and it came up by accident one day. Like I was on there, I was researching something, I was listening to some music or whatever. And uh, I saw this, this, um, what do they call it? Uh, it, it just reached out and grabbed me. It was, uh, <laughs> it was odd and I clicked on it and, um, and I, I started watching it and he was interviewing a prostitute from Skid Row and I had just gotten back from Skid Row at this time. And when we were there, we were trying to connect with some of the people that were living on Skid Row so that we could donate to them to to help bring them food and stuff like that. And so I really was like intrigued and then I then watched another one about a girl who was addicted to drugs and then I got into another one. Like I just went down this wormhole of different episodes. And so now they pop up for me all the time and they have for the last year and a half or whatever. And I'm fascinated for multiple reasons, most of which are the way that it makes me reflect on all of the things that I take for granted that are in my own life. Even though I'm so thankful for everything, I, I watch it and I'm like, oh my gosh, I, I thought I had a bad day today. That person's having a really bad day today, <laughs> you know, or I will think to myself, how how can I build a program at some point that could help these people rehabilitate themselves or feed them or clothe them or teach them how to live a better life? I don't think that hiding them away, I understand that a lot of places in Los Angeles in particular are building homes for these people to live in so that they're not an eyesore out on the streets. And I think that that's wonderful, but I also don't think that it is a, a solution to that problem. And so I, I start thinking in different ways of how these people can rehabilitate. And a lot of people would say, well, that, that's not your problem, Evelyn, you know, whatever, whatever. But I, I think that anybody, any one person who wants to make a change can make a change but a group of people that go to make that change makes an even bigger impact so I uh I get all these kind of ideas like that and you'll see if you follow me on my life over matter Instagram page where I talk about how everybody should always keep thinking differently and keep innovating and thinking outside the box and things like that and those are the kind of things that I mean Uh, amongst many other things. I do a lot of leadership development and stuff of that nature. So uh, it, it, 
is a, a coat of many colors, but, um, you know, I've been watching that a lot lately and it's been resonating with me. And I just, I think that it's amazing what this interviewer has done. And I know that I'm not alone. Uh, he published something the other day and within like a half an hour, by the time I was done watching the video, it had gotten a million hits. And so I know that there's a lot of other people that have been watching it too, which is really cool. Um, but I'm way overdue for a break. So I'm going to go to one real quick just so that I can get it in with Anchor. And uh, you can go grab something to drink or whatever you need to do. It's a really quick break. It's like in and out, done. So uh, stick with me and uh, I'll be right back to talk to you about everything else that's happening right now. Welcome back. Thank you so much for sticking with me. I was talking about Mark Leda and Soft White Underbelly and YouTube. I, uh, again, just think it's fascinating how much, uh, how brave it is that he's able to uh, lend himself out for the uh, understanding of what a lot of people don't you know, they don't face what's going on out there and they don't feel like it's their problem. And just being able to see these people, they're real people. It's really, he, he talks to them and then he does a, um, a top to bottom view of them. And then he follows up with them. So then you can see over the course of a couple months and he tries to rehabilitate them. And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't, but to hear the thinking process, to hear where they came from as children. A lot of them talk about what kind of youth they had, what kind of upbringing they had, which is pretty fascinating. Um, anyway, so that's, that's something that I've been watching lately. And then of course I just finished Ozark, which was interesting. I'm not going to get too pipelined with that in case anybody's listening who hasn't seen it yet. Um, but I also mentioned before the break that I'm pretty fascinated by abandoned, anything abandoned, actually, mostly in the United States, because I tried to watch stuff that's abandoned in other countries, which is interesting, too. But because I'm not a big history person uh, and my imagination is as what it is, I watch a lot of videos on YouTube Um, If you just put in abandoned houses or abandoned mansions or explorers, they call themselves explorers, which I agree with. They go into these really old homes or new ones. Uh, Old ones are kind of my jam because sometimes, and I've talked about this on this podcast before, sometimes things are just frozen in time inside these houses And there are toys that are sitting as though the children of the house had just been sitting on them or playing on them before they had to pick up and leave for whatever reason. There's clothes that are still hung up or laid out on the bed that whoever was going to wear that day and didn't end up wearing them. Or food items that are still on the table as if they just picked up and left the home. And... What's crazy, too, is that 
I'm, I'm incredibly spiritual. Anybody who's been listening to this for a long time knows that I meditate every day. I'm, I'm really deep uh, in trying to get to know myself. Like it's just, it's been a recurring theme over the course of the last year and a half and something that I'm working on because a lot of everything is always everything else, if that makes sense. And one of the things that I think is absolutely captivating is the fact that nature takes takes back over right so man can come in and they can build these walls and they can put furniture in them and they can and you know hang up pictures and they can do whatever they want to do but if a house doesn't have a soul inside of it for not even that long I've seen abandoned shows that have places they've been in that are brand new uh, construction within two years or so. And if someone didn't live within those premises, within those two years, nature absolutely comes in and starts to take back over the concrete, the linoleum, It takes over the walls, the sidewalks. It bumps up the sidewalks. I mean, I'm from Pennsylvania and we have um, Centralia in Pennsylvania. And that was the underground fire that has been burning for the, you know, for decades. And in Pennsylvania, we've got a ton of coal. For those of you who have never lived in Pennsylvania before, a ton of coal and um, it was famous for coal in Virginia, West Virginia and Pennsylvania. Uh, And what happened was, was they were digging for, you know, minerals and things like that. A fire started. There's also a program on YouTube for this. Uh, and, um, Silent Hill is actually loosely based off Centralia. Um, anyhow, uh, a fire began and they had to evacuate the entire town. And to this day, there's only one house that still remains and nature has taken back over all of the houses that remain and has busted up the road. I don't even know the last time I checked on it, which was like six months ago, they were going to take the road completely out for whatever reason. And the fire still burns today and grass and roots and weeds and things have grown up through these houses inside people's belongings that they left. Uh, and they're around sleeping bags and tables and chairs and things of that nature. And I just think that that is so cool that we live on this earth and just stick with me here because I can get pretty deep and philosophical and I'm going to try not to do that too much because sometimes in conversations, it's cool because I could be like, did you get what I just said? But in the podcast, I can't do that. And I don't want anybody to be like, man, she's out there. But, um, you know, when nature can take back, you know, itself like that. It makes you look at things in a different perspective, or at least it does to me, because it's like, who knows how long any of us have, right? And what type of impact does just being in the presence of four walls, does it have on the the health of those walls, really, you know, because 
as long as you're in them, as long as you're maintaining them, you can keep a house a home, right? But the moment you step out those doors, it's like nature knows that it's time to take its its foundation back. And if you watch enough of these shows, then you'll totally get what I'm talking about. And they play really cool music in the background. It's just, that's why they call it exploring. And these people are brave enough to go into these places. And some of them are falling down. And some of them look like no one ever left. Of course, there'll be like paint chipping off or leaks that are visible in the ceiling. But some of them go untouched. And it's really, really cool when that happens. So I highly suggest that if you have a really creative imagination and you have a very open mind to definitely watch some of the explorers I could name drop here but some of my favorite ones haven't had videos in a while and if they have I haven't seen them Uh, so I'll let you decide on your own if you want to look that up but it's super duper interesting it's my jam Uh, I used to watch them for hours and hours and hours whenever I I worked I had a I had a a job where I just sat and observed like that was the role that I did at one point uh and in that role I just kind of sat there and you know answered phones and uh and I watched these videos and I couldn't believe some of the thought processes that my brain was coming up with over something so simple as an abandoned hotel or an abandoned house different hotels I would think about all of the fun that people had had in that in that place and now it was so overgrown and how much hard work and how many great memories how many people fell in love in that hotel you know before the walls started crumbling and and grass started growing up through the pool you know (laughs) so yeah I am I'm a dreamer it's a blessing and it's a curse it's a curse because I got to snap back to reality and, and sometimes when I snap back to reality it's a little bit more harsh than what I left it at you know what I mean uh, but what's awesome about it is that I can get lost in a book. I can get lost in thought. I can get lost in a meditation. And I've talked about that before. It's something that uh, I think that you I've acquired over the course of, of many years. Just especially during the pandemic, it kind of heightened that awareness and heightened that creativity and just being okay with being away you know and YouTube has been amazing for that uh and I and I do talk about it a lot on here because I learn a lot from YouTube and it rests my eyes because I'm I'm on technology all the time and I can kind of just sit back and get lost in it you know um I watched The Carpetbagger, which he's a, a special kind of person, too. Uh, he used to work in child care services, uh, like, um, like, C- like CPS. And he, like five years ago, and I found him by accident, and he's got a lot of followers, too. And he's, he's a special kind of guy. Um, he goes, this is the coolest, the coolest thing he does. So... And I've been watching him since before the pandemic, and I don't know how I found him. 
But he quit his job and decided that he was going to travel to every roadside attraction and theme park a year round, every single day, and that he was going to film it. And he does it all by himself, most of them. He's got a, a wife and a daughter and all kinds of stuff, but he does this, most of the stuff by himself. And um, he goes all these places that you'll never, you know, you'd love to go, but you don't really have the opportunity to go and see, you know, the world's biggest, you know, thimble or, you know, go to all of the theme parks, right? But my favorite is around October time, you guys, if you know me or have been listening to me for a long time, know that I'm a big Halloween fan just in general uh, and always have been it's it's part of you know that creativity and uh, for Halloween he goes on a tour of all of these haunted places which is super duper cool and he does like live feeds and stuff like that but year round he goes all over the place and sometimes when I just want to get away uh, like if I am having a rough day and I've meditated myself senseless and I in um feeling like I want to go and do something but I don't want to actually go out of the house and do something I will watch videos it's funny uh he's funny because he's all by himself so he's making fun of you know just being alone and going out and going to these theme parks and he challenges himself to scarier rides and he hates them and uh he really looks into some interesting things uh actually so if you are ever bored and you are looking for something that makes you feel like you're going all over the place he has gone to all uh, he's gone to 48 continental united states i believe and he has a google map on his website uh that's featured in all of his blog entries or whatever they're called and you can see all the places in the world that he's been. He's been to like every Ripley's, believe it or not, every upside down house. He's been to all of these places. And a lot of the inspiration for some of the trips that I've taken uh, to some tourist traps, like I am, I'm all about the tourist traps sometimes. And then sometimes I like the desolate, just peace and quiet and relaxation. I, I, I'm a little bit of both. But my tourist trap vacations are all from Carpetbagger's suggestions and experiences. And and what's great is that most of these places you would research on your own and everybody's got an advertising and marketing campaign, you know. And so uh, to find someone who's actually done them and found out what they liked and what they didn't like and why. And he gets really good coverage of things. Uh, and I have actually watched his show so long that I sometimes will watch some of the people that he tours with. Um, but they do similar stuff. Uh, but they talk a whole lot more about what's happening with them and things like that. And it's cool and stuff. But I really want to see the different places that they're going. Uh, so I can decide on, you know, at one point he went to California and he went to where all the big redwood trees are, like the biggest trees in the world. And that's one of my bucket list items is when I get to a point where I've lost enough weight and I feel fit enough and I'm ready, right? I want to go over to California and I want to hike 
different mountains in California. I want to go to Yosemite. I want to go to where all the redwoods are. If if I have to go Northern California because Edda's there. So she hikes those places all the time with her fiance. So I'm all about that life. And so it's on the bucket list. And it's partly in because on one of his episodes, he goes there and he like stands in the midst of this huge tree. They go to this place where it is a gravity mystery. And so you can roll a ball up a hill, like those kind of things. Super duper cool. But the views are amazing and it just looks like somewhere I want to be. I just am all about uh, celebrating how far I've come in my weight loss journey by doing something like that. And it is partly from watching that that YouTube channel. So uh, I am shooting the bull with you guys this week. Uh, just talking about some of the stuff I love and some of the stuff that, uh, helps me pass the little bit of free time that I do find myself having or in between, like some of my favorite times are in between times and of course weekends. Um, so I did, uh, polish off a couple projects with some charities that I was working with. The Ronald McDonald house was one of them, uh, which was awesome and then um my work just uh did a fundraiser for ms which i am always all about um and then i did a uh fundraising campaign with a friend for the um the american cancer society which i also love um as far as fundraising and things like that because of what we went through with my dad and things like that. Any opportunity that I can make donations in his name or do any services in his name or um, offer any time up or anything like that, then I'm 100% in, on board to do so. So it was a uh, heavy week for fundraising, but it was a successful week. And then tomorrow, I'm actually going to be uh, helping with uh, food, it's a farming for food, uh, fundraiser. And what it is, is you go out and you raise money with produce and then that produce gets donated to local families and feeds, you know, nobody goes hungry is the subline of the fundraiser. So I'm pretty excited about that. Although it's going to be like a hundred degrees tomorrow here, I'm really anticipating rainy season. I don't know if I ever told you guys before, but rain is like one of my favorite elements in the whole world. I, I just love it and I love the way it smells and feels and sounds and it's just something that I, I just think it's incredible. So I, I appreciate the sunshine. Don't get me wrong. You'll hear me a million times in this podcast talk about how good it is for your for your soul for your mood for your vitamin levels whatever you're trying to accomplish but uh, I can appreciate some rain as long as I'm not driving in it right especially around here because when it rains it pours (laughs) anyway so I definitely want to tell you guys about that if you guys have the opportunity to donate to any of the fundraisers I know that Ronald McDonald is actively uh, Ronald McDonald House is amazing. Uh, they're for children, and I've uh, personally known a lot of parents who have benefited greatly from the Ronald McDonald House. So 
I love that. Um, and then I have some people that I'm, I, I know that, um, have family members that have MS that they've been trying to raise money for. So, uh, that as well, you know, uh, I, I, I love that right before summertime, there's a lot of stuff that happens. There's uh, a run that I want to get into. I don't know if I told you guys about this before, but I've never run a marathon and that's another thing that's on my bucket list. And I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it this year or next year, whatever. It's one of those, uh, when I get more fit type goals, but, uh, I want to do a color run. And if you've never heard of those before, uh, I believe I might be describing this a little different than what it really is because I've never done it, but, uh, you go for the run. It goes to charity right? And go for the run. And when you get to the finish line or during the run, uh, you wear all white and people on the sidelines throw different colors of powder on you. And when you're done, you are just tie-dyed from head to toe, which I think is really fun. Uh, but also it commemorates a big celebration because it'll be my first actual run that I'm doing and I'm not a big runner not a big runner never have been that's why it's a bucket list thing because it's not my thing it's never been my thing um and maybe it's too tall of a challenge for me but um I'm very bottom heavy and that's not an excuse it's just a thing so uh I am prepared when I find one to train and do it for COVID for a long time, all of the ones that I was following were getting canceled. Like they had one in West Palm Beach and I was like, I'm doing it. And it got canceled. And one in Miami, I was like, I'm doing it. It got canceled. One in Atlanta, I was like, it's a nine hour drive, but I'll do it. And it got canceled. I was like, uh, uh, all right, I'm just going to stop for a little bit. And then, you know, if it's meant to be, it will be. But then, like I said, after the vacations and everything, I got to take off a little bit of weight anyway before I feel comfortable going in the 100 degree heat and having different colors of powder thrown on me. So uh, stay tuned for all that business. I'll be able to tell you guys more about that once I'm able to nail something down. And I'm sure that as I reach different victories in my diet, I'll be talking about that on this podcast too. So anyway, um, let's see if anything else is going on. Oh, so I am going to see the Dave Matthews Band uh, this month and I couldn't be more excited. I wanted to go see them. Uh, it's another bucket list thing. Uh, as you guys know, for those of you who have listened forever, um, I, I am building a bucket list daily and I've had one, uh, for a couple years and, uh, I'm adding new things to it all the time. And one of the things that have been on there since I was in high school was, to go to see Dave Matthews. Love, love Dave Matthews. And um, there's a lot of really wonderful memories attached to his music. And I just, I get down with instruments uh, pretty often. Like if it's nobody singing and it's just instruments and they're jamming out, then I'm jamming out. Uh, but I like all kinds of music, as I've said. Um, I, I, I could surprise you. I guarantee it. I would surprise you at some of the music that I've listened to uh, and that I know. But uh, 
I wanted to go in high school and didn't have enough money. And uh, even if I did have enough money, my parents would have never allowed me to go because it was a huge hippie thing and everybody knew it. And my parents had already known what kind of person I was going to become. And, uh, you know, I just didn't, it wasn't a good, it wasn't the right time. And then I lived at the beach and everybody at the beach went to go see them. And for some reason I wasn't able to go then. And then just in life, I just lost, I lost touch of, of being able to go. And, uh, all these years have gone by and I, uh, I, it was funny that it came up recently because I have Sirius XM radio in my car and, uh, they have a Dave Matthews band channel and I, uh, I wanted, I wanted it. I had gotten it for Sirius XM radio on the holidays. They give you free listenership, uh, for all of the channels. And then after the holiday is over, they take it away. And it was like veterans day or Memorial day or something like that last year. And they gave it to me and I was jamming out like the whole time because I'm such a huge fan. And that's, primarily all they play on the Dave Matthews Band channel and then he has shows where he plays his favorites like his favorite songs from other artists on there and uh they took it away and I was bummed and months went by and then I called them and I said you know what I want it back and they said that in order to get it I'd have to order all the stations which was like three hundred dollars and uh I was like, I have Amazon music as I've told you guys before. And it, I have thousands of songs on my playlist. So I don't need to pay $300 for the Dave Matthews band channel. And, um, so I told them that, like, I was like, you know what, you guys have been great. I really appreciate it, but I am going to cancel my service then because all I listen to is my Amazon music playlist anyway. So I'm, I'm out. And they were like, please don't go, please don't go. So they were like, what can we do for you? You know, and I wasn't trying to negotiate, but uh, next thing you know, I have all 300 Sirius XM radio channels for free uh, because uh, I was going to cancel and I'd already paid up, you know, for so many months or whatever. And so, um, and, and so I wouldn't cancel that gave me Dave Matthews band and all the other channels. So now I have so many options, which is awesome. But it's what's playing in my car. Every time I get my car, Dave Matthews is playing. And so it was just subliminal. And uh, he's coming here to Florida. And I am going to feel like a teenager again when I go to see him. And uh, I remember in like the height of the pandemic, the CEO of the company that I work for called everybody to make sure that they were doing okay. And he called me and I was just in shock that he was calling me to begin with and uh he was looking at me we were on a video call and uh he was like if you could do anything right now um what would you do like what do you miss the most that uh if if it if this wasn't happening right now that you would be doing that's public you know and I didn't realize it but they were recording it for a commercial for uh, a software program and I said well, uh, I'd love to be, um, <laughs> I would love to be listening to Dave Matthews right now. Drinking a beer is what I would like to be doing. <laughs> and I don't even like beer very much, 
but it's just one of those things, right? If you're going to be, if you're going to be drinking a beer, drinking at a Dave Matthews band concert, you know, and he totally agreed with me hundred percent. He was like, yes, yes. But you know what is crazy is that for all of my, my youth, like my teenage years and into my twenties, I couldn't meet anybody who didn't love Dave Matthews, but since he has gotten in the background a little bit, and it's so funny because all of his crowd are my age. I'm not even kidding you. Like, I put on one of his concerts on TV the other day, and everybody who was in the crowd was my age. There was nobody, like, nobody younger, no, nobody a lot older or whatever, no. Uh, But just recently, I was talking about how much I love Dave Matthews and all that jazz, and uh, it reminds me, you know, there's a lot that remind me of high school, but there's a lot that remind me of college too, like primarily college and living at the beach and things like that. But uh, yeah, one of my friends was like, I do not like Dave Matthews. And I was just like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I think he's amazing. Uh, but all of his band members too, like it's all of the instruments and everything that get me going and uh, I'm just super pumped for that. So that's coming up too. I'll probably be talking about that with you guys. Cause that's a whole weekend thing because it's far. Um, but I'm pretty stoked. I got a birthday in a couple weeks. Um, and so that's what I'm doing for it. I'm, I'm pumped. Uh, anyway, so I've talked to you guys' head off. This is a long episode, and that's what I love about Saturdays is that you guys have time to listen to me, and you are all so wonderful, and uh, you've been listening to the books. You know, I've seen uh, some of the listenership, like um, the numbers uh, have uh, gone down. They go down whenever I have new episodes of the book come out. Uh, and it's crazy. Like I was going through the numbers the other day, just the different episodes that have just above and beyond listeners that I've, I've never thought possible. And then there's some that I spent so much time researching and things like that. And then there's like hardly any listens at all. And I'm just like, what do people want to listen to the most, you know? And it's, it's crazy because it's the things that I would never think, but it's always the easier episodes like this one, this one I've called chatterbox, right? So people are going to wonder what it's all about. And really, I'm just talking about what I have going on right now. Um, I don't have any lists or any exercises or anything like that. And watch, I'll, I'll probably get a lot of listens to this one. Uh, another one that's really high, I talk about this, I talk about this with you guys all the time, um, is synchronicity. Oh my goodness. Um, there's a lot of listeners of synchronicity. Uh, I have, and, and it grows all the time. Um, a lot of people were interested in that, uh, and anything that I have, like I had did one in a parallel universe and it went above and beyond, uh, anything I could have expected. Self-worth is another one that's really, really popular. That's from my first season. I don't know if it's just like a lot of people that know me and they're like, what is Evelyn's self-worth? And then they stop on it. Or if people just really think about their own self-worth and reflect on it so much that it's intriguing to them. Either way, I I think it's really cool. Uh, Anyway, thank you so much for spending time with me today. I, uh, I hope that you were able to at least learn some things to look up on YouTube 
and check out remember carpet bagger he's the guy who goes to all the roadside attractions he's an interesting unique fella uh and i get a lot of my travel plans from him and then soft white underbelly is amazing just know when you're going into it when you look it up that it's dark and that you have to have a pretty strong mentality to be able to look at it from a realist perspective and appreciate it for what it is uh and uh, if you, if you just got to look at it from, uh, a unique perspective, you just got to have an open mind. Um, but it is dark, so don't expect to be skipping around the house after watching it. It's going to put you in a place, but as long as you're prepared for that mental space that it's going to put you in, you'll be fine. Um, and it's super interesting and it's just, it's, I'm intrigued all the time by it. And then, uh, I'll name drop for the, for the abandoned houses. So, uh, R and K all day is one of my absolute favorite ones ever. It's this guy and his girlfriend and they haven't had new episodes in a little while. They just had a baby. Uh, but I love watching their, like their shows. If you put it in, all of their stuff will come up and it's mostly the United States. I think it's all the United States. And they go to different, like, towns that were abandoned. They go to hotels. They do all kinds of stuff. And they're super duper cool. Uh, and the music's really neat, too. Um, that's my favorite one. We'll leave it at that one. Anyway, I'm going to wrap this up so that you can do whatever your th- your Saturday has in store for you. Definitely feel free to go over and review some of the Untethered Soul episodes because um, it's going to be wrapping up in a couple weeks. And uh, I've learned a lot from it. You know, I, I had mentioned before that I'd never read it before reading it on this podcast. And um, as I was reading it, I had a couple moments where I sat back and I was like, ugh. Are the people who listen to my podcast going to be inspired by this? Or are they going to be a little turned off by this? Because it does talk a lot about your subconscious mind and center consciousness and things like that. And I wanted to make sure that the the people who listen to the podcast, even though they weren't directly related to each other, were still going to be, you know, because there's so many different podcasts out there that people could listen to. And I'm so grateful to have you guys that come back and listen to me, but I wanted to make sure that it was going to be helping you as it was helping me. And when I listened to it again, I was like, absolutely. I can relate this to my goals. I can relate this to being my best self. I can relate this to the exercises that I'm doing, to crossing things off of my to-do list, to not letting myself get down and stay down, you know, to learning from my lessons that my failures, you know, and, and, understanding how I could have done things differently or accomplishing the dreams and and the goals and the the money ideas and the finances and the investing right and so um I definitely think that again an open mind listening to those articles chapters in that book are going to work to your best advantage uh at any rate again uh I'm going to cut myself off, but, uh, you are all so important to me. And again, I can't tell you enough how grateful I am that you come back and you listen or that you have listened for maybe this first time. One of many, I hope I have new episodes every Saturday and Wednesday at 8am Eastern. 
you can leave me feedback if you'd like uh, listed on my Anchor app, uh, which is a voicemail. You can leave to me as just information on the content or feedback that you have or something that may have happened to you that you can relate or you can email me at evelynkish at yahoo.com or you can follow me on my life over matter instagram page i usually am, am always posting different ways to be insightful and and think the best out of your life and look at different perspectives of things and understand things from a different light and oh so forth all different kinds of things on that page so definitely stick with me for the journey and uh, maybe buckle up for the ride if you're in for the journey yourself as well. It has been a pleasure. I hope that you have an amazing morning, a great afternoon, and a wonderful night.